0: Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Hey, thanks for listening to the Ben Maller Show podcast. It's me, Ben. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Ben Maller Show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to
1: Fox Sports
2: Radio. Hello and welcome. It's our number four, hour four ready to go. And we begin in the NFL and a report st- stating that the, the Sean Watson story is not over yet. There is another lawsuit that will likely go to court later this year. And if it does go to court, that's going to open up a can of worms or who knows what else. So where are you at on the NFL giving extra discipline to Deshaun Watson? It's being reported that is a possibility, depending on what comes out in this lawsuit. And how is the forecast looking for Joe Mixon – And a return to the Bengals in 2024. Mixon pushing back against reports saying that he will likely be released for salary cap reasons. And do you emphasize, uh, do you have empathy for Cowboys defensive star Micah Parsons having to deal with autograph hounds? He was complaining about that. We'll discuss that as well. It's all coming your way right now. Have a wonderful Friday. Enjoy the weekend. We've got podcasts, the fifth hour podcast all weekend long. But here is our number four. It is not Halloween, but this is a creepy kind of an hour. Welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere, sleeping over, as we are your productivity pilots, coast to coast, border to border, and beyond, on the vast and unimaginably powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the Raz, the Mataz of gas baggery. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be in our headline this hour, the mistake by the lake. Well, this is like the legit mistake by the lake. I told the story earlier this week. There was a guy that used to work at this company from Ohio, from Cleveland, and would get so upset he wanted to punch me when I would do jokes about the mistake by the lake. But the real mistake by the lake would be Deshaun Watson's contract extension by the by the Browns, right? And there are more problems on the horizon or are there more problems on the horizon? Now, if you didn't see this or hear about it, a story that the NFL would like you to not pay attention to in one of the lingering sexual assault cases against the guy that has the most guaranteed money ever given out in the history of the NFL, Browns creepy quarterback Deshaun Watson, he might have to testify again. You see All of the cases were not settled. Most of them were settled. Deshaun Watson paid off the women. He cut giant cartoon checks, and the women suddenly decided, you know what, I'm good. I'll take the money. Uh, I'm all right, and uh, we'll call it a day. But there is a motion to compel further testimony. I was just reading about this. From Watson, it has been filed outside of a settlement. So Watson would have to pay off this other woman. Or a dismissal of the case, which has not happened. This has been going on for a couple of years. The remaining claims against Watson will be going to trial at some point. We will get a Deshaun Watson trial, and even though he has been suspended for eleven games, it still smells to, to high heaven here. What what the NFL did, and with all the allegations and all that, the league has not completely ruled out that they could go back and ding. Ding, ding, Deshaun Watson, again, with further punishment. Now, we don't know what else is going to come out in this case, what other testimony, what kind of evidence will come out in the, uh, the rest of the case. And uh, I think there's actually more than one. I don't think it's just one. I think there's more than one. And then, of course, you'll have the verdict at some point. So let us discuss. It's rather interesting. The guy with the most guaranteed money in the NFL, not quite out of trouble yet. So where are you at on the possibility of the NFL giving Deshaun Watson extra discipline? Where are you at on that one? So I've got Brussels sprouts, blues legend, and the American Kennel Club. And we will combine all of these things together, and we will make a storm in a teacup is what we're going to make. So, A, I would actually be surprised if the NFL – punishes Watson more Um, because they obviously don't really care about this case. They gave him hardly any punishment considering the volume of claims against Watson and that he just paid everyone off. So why would they now go back? And what could possibly happen that would lead them to punish him more? The way that the man has played for the Cleveland football team is the ultimate torture. He's embarrassing himself The Browns are the laughing stock of the NFL with this guy at quarterback, and it's all because of the contract they gave him. Think about the fact that Deshaun Watson was outplayed by a guy who was 38 years old at the time, and he was on a a lawnmower, and the Browns called him up and said, hey, how would you like to play quarterback for the Cleveland Browns? And Joe Flacco was like, I don't know. I got got that guy on the other line that wants to buy some white walls. I don't know and he's probably he was probably wearing dad jeans when he showed up to Cleveland and then he all of a sudden became like the main squeeze for the Browns. So that's embarrassing. Now that said, if the creepy quarterback ends up spilling a lot of tea, right? Then the NFL will be forced to act because the NFL will will they'll put their finger in the air everywhere and see how the wind blows, right? They'll see how the wind blows. Now Watson was able to pay almost everyone hush money, as we said. He's got a lot of money. And so he, he paid off all the women. He paid off all the attorneys, which is really like one attorney. He just gave a big check to that attorney. But this is the one or two that got away. And Roger Goodell, here's what I see happening. I don't think there'll be any real punishment. Like Goodell, the next round of punishment, here's what it would be. Watson will be forced to get in the happy baby yoga pose, which we know he loves. And he's going to have to eat Brussels sprouts while wearing a diaper. That will be the punishment by the NFL. But I think that's what he already likes with his massages. So I don't think that would be punishment. That would actually be a reward. All right, now page two here. Next stop, we go to Cincinnati where Joe Mixon is loud and he is proud. He's a running back. Uh, Joe Mixon, is his career about to go down in flames? Well, Mixon does not believe the scuttlebutt that he is going to be let go by the Cincinnati football team. There's a rumor bouncing around. He says there's no validity to the chatter that the Bengals are going to say bye-bye and move on from Joe Mixon in the silly season of the NFL. Now, Mixon responding to a rumor site on X regarding speculation about his future not being in Southern Ohio, and he responded to it with a clown emoji on social media. And uh, he said, uh, laughing my ass off. You all said this last year too. Mixon responded. He then used the hand to the face emoji followed by the laughing emoji. And then he said that's, and then he used the clown emoji behavior. Okay. Uh, Those comments aside, how is the forecast looking for Joe Mixon with the Bengals in 2024? So my advice on this side of the microphone is to tread carefully. Tread carefully if you think you are going to be back on the Cincinnati football team because peeking into my crystal ball, and my crystal ball is never wrong, here's what it's showing me. It's showing me Chicago Blues legend, not the St. Louis Blues, the Chicago Blues legend Muddy Waters, who's been dead for like forever, right? But from a practical standpoint, It's gummy, right? And Joe Mixon is a salary cap dump waiting to happen. It's logical. Teams always use the cap as an excuse when you are no longer the bell of the ball to get rid of you. And they they just come up with this fugazi. They say, oh, we can't afford you and all that stuff. and. Uh, of course, the, the the football media that obsess over the the salary cap are like, oh, yeah, see, you got to get rid of this guy. Of course, we know if Joe Mixon was running the football like a gazelle uh, and was Christian McCaffrey, this would not even be up for conversation. But what happens is either your performance goes down or or the team thinks based on the – analytics. Your performance is about to go down based on your age. And so there's three things that happen. Number one, he's a running back, so you're easily replaceable. right? Easily replaceable. You can go, you go out in the street and grab a guy. He can be the running back. And, and also Cincinnati has a guy they drafted last year in the fifth round. I think he's out of Illinois. Chase Brown, who played pretty well. Pretty well, as I remember. I'm, I'm not a Bengals fan, but I am a uh, a degenerate gambler. We had the TV show, so I, I paid close attention. And Chase Brown was pretty, pretty effective, as I recall. Uh, maybe I'm wrong on that, but I recall him having some nice performances, uh, runs here and there for Cincinnati. But Mixon already, the third point is Mixon already took a pay cut last season to stay there. So, A, would the team want him to take another one? Yes. And, B, would he be willing to do that? two years in a row just to stay with Joe Burrow. All right, last word here. We'll go down to Cowboy Land where star defensive player Micah Parsons, he's not happy. This guy's complaining about something all the time. So he was uh, kvitching about a group of men, he said, that were waiting for him when he got off a flight. He said they all had mini helmets and they had pictures for him to autograph. He also said that a woman was following him around the airport, some random stranger. And then, get out the tiny violin, he says, I hope you all realize sometimes how much athletes got to hold back. It's a real sob story. So do you have empathy? Do you have empathy for cowboy defensive star Micah Parsons having to deal with eight men at an airport who want to get him to autograph mini helmets and pictures and a random woman who is following him around. So I am shaking my head no in terms of the empathy. Uh, have none. And it fascinates me that Micah Parsons does not realize how bad this looks for him. This is another one of those cringe stories. So you're telling me that you're such a celebrity, that you're such a big deal, that people were trying to get your autograph, and they knew you were on a certain flight because somebody told them you were on a certain flight, and they were trying to get your autograph. So, yeah, they're probably going to sell those miniature helmets and those photos to make a couple of bucks, probably so they can put food on, their fam- on the table to feed their family while uh, you are a millionaire who's about to go bonkers with your next contract. So you have a problem with the autograph hound. You have a problem with the, problem with the autograph hound. Horror of whores. Tell me you are obtuse without telling me you are obtuse. And while this is a football player, there's an old line from Tinseltown that applies. And it's, it's something that they say in Hollywood about celebrities. A celebrity works all their life, their entire life, to become well-known. They, they, want, they want to be famous. And then the moment that they become famous, the moment that they are stars, they then go through the back streets. They walk out of the back of restaurants. They go through the emergency exits and entrances, and they wear dark glasses hoping no one will recognize them. And that's Micah Parsons. Like, Micah Parsons, you, congratulations, Micah. You're, you've arrived. Right, You're a big deal in the NFL. You were the MVP. They were comparing you to Lawrence Taylor after two weeks. Then they had to play the rest of the games. So I think what we should do is have a bake sale for Micah Parsons of the Cowboys, so he can afford uh, afford the proper help, right? Afford the proper help, because clearly things are running amok. And uh, either that or he can get an endorsement from the American Kennel Club and they can hook him up with a nice therapy dog. All right, may we all have these problems where we're such a big celebrity, we've got so much money and so much fame that people are waiting for us when we get off the plane and walk out of the gate, so we can they can get photographs autographed and and, and mini helmets. All right, like Parsons is pretty lucky; he's a good football player because he sounds like a buffoon. Like I, I mean, it's good for the show, and I'm grateful for that. But th- this is so so over the top. Such a sob story. It it, it really is. I mean, my God, how how does he get out of bed that people want his autograph and that that, uh, people follow him around at airports because he's famous? It's just wild. It's wild and crazy. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show. If you would like to be part, you can join us here and be part of uh, the fun speakeasy rules are in effect, but there is a line open. We've got producer Ian who's in tonight. So no Coop Scoop on entertainment. So that will give us more time to take some calls. Also, later this hour. I hope that Ian has the Jeopardy board. Ian, do you have the Jeopardy board ready, Ian? do you have Oh, I have ready? it. You have it. All right, so Ian has the Jeopardy board. So that means we will have Sports Jeopardy coming up a little bit later yeah. in the... I know, that, that's a very exciting thing. That's a big, Can't Ian. wait. Yeah, all right. Very nice. So straight ahead, you've heard of the dog ate my homework excuse. Maybe you used that back when you were in school, the dog ate my homework. Well, there's a, an excuse to trump that excuse We'll, we'll get to that. And also, is it true that another NFL star receiver is about to enter the transfer portal, the transfer portal this offseason? We'll get to that as well. And we will do it next. But hey, it's a live read. I am not dead. I am very much alive, and uh, I'm still here. I'm hanging out with you. I should be putting my feet up and having a cocktail, but no. No, I'm hanging out with you, and I'm glad to do it because I can tell you about Express Pros. Look, we all know hiring is hard. Good news. Express Employment Professionals makes hiring easy. Forget about posting jobs, sifting through resumes, being ghosted, and interviews with unqualified applicants. Move up to the pros with ExpressPros.com. Express is your full-service workforce solution, connecting you with top talent fast every day. Express recruits and screens workers in your area, so when it's time to hire, they have the talent you need ready to go to work. With more than 40 years in the staffing business, Express helps thousands of companies find great team players each year, and they can help you too. Just go to ExpressPros.com. Each Express location is locally owned and operated, backed by the support and stability of an international headquarters. And with more than 860 franchise locations, there's sure to be an Express office near you. Listen, you know hiring is stressful. Stop with all the hiring hassles and partner with Express. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the location near you. That's ExpressPros.com be sure
1: to catch live editions of the ben Maller show weekdays at 2 a.m eastern 11 p.m pacific on fox sports radio and the iheart radio app two nba insiders
3: podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the nba grapevine all happening in only one place this league uncut the new nba podcast with me
4: to start listening.
5: Step into a world of imagination. The Ben Maller Show has no marketing budget. We need your assistance in growing the congregation of the Maller Militia. How do you do it? Tag Maller-related content on all social media networks. You are the missing jigsaw puzzle piece to unlock the Ben Maller Show to new-come patriots. Now, let's get back to Ben's daily dose of good vibes. Later this hour,
2: Sports Jeopardy. Don't forget, today is Friday. Happy Friday, Friday, Friday. We'll have A bonus pod later today, not only should you follow the Ben Maller Show podcast, which will be up at the end of this hour, but we'll have the fifth-hour podcast, myself and Danny G Radio, fresh content all weekend long. So check that out. We'll have have you covered in that realm as we press on, and we'll get back to the calls in a moment as well. And what excuse was your go-to excuse? Back in the day, like if you didn't get your homework done or whatever, like what what, what did you do? Like what was your move there? Because uh, there's there's an excuse which is better than whatever you came up with, uh, better than whatever you came up with. We'll get to that coming up in a little bit. Ferg Dog writes in, he says Ben is Cleveland a lawless city or something? How is Deshaun Watson still a free man? Uh, Midnight Walker writes in from Syracuse. He says Micah Parsons. Has begun to whine. He's being recognized all the time. Maybe a fake nose and glasses would work. This guy is becoming an all-time jerk. Yeah, It's it's pretty amusing. Like all the cliches about the meathead athlete, the spoiled athlete. And then you've got Micah Parsons who's like, hey, look at me. Uh, look at me. Uh, Justin in Cincinnati says there's a better chance that Joe Biden wins re-election than Joe Mixon is back. In Cincinnati, uh, he says. Uh, Then he he tossed some other line in there. Uh, All right, uh, what else we got? Page down. Page. Inkaterra approves of that Maller monologue. He also says, "Can we have please have a weed man versus fake weed man in the verbal octagon?" Now that is a great idea. That is why you're you're a key member of the Maller militia. Inkaterra. That's great content. I think we should set that up. Wheel Weed Man versus Fake Weed Man. Who's the better Weed Man? It's a great idea. Uh, and for those that are new to the show, there's this guy in Miami who, he's, you know, he's homeless now, but he's, still, he's called the show for years, and he goes by the name Weed Man Hippie. He's quite a character. And we have impersonators of him that call up, some good, some bad. Let's go to the phones and one of the great members of the Philadelphia Eagle fan base. This guy, this is the real guy. I don't know. He hasn't called in a while, so I don't know if this is the real guy. But if it is, we love this guy. Fats from Philly. Hello, Fats. No, that's my guy. That's my guy. That's Fats. This guy lit himself on fire and screamed my name at the NFL draft. He did. True story.
6: I want to congratulate you on your show. Little Fats yelled up to me the other day. He goes, Maller's on TV.
2: <laughs> well, thank you, Fats. I-, I was trying to get a hold of you. I don't think I, I- – I guess I sent to the wrong email. But I actually did mention you uh, when talking about the Eagles. Uh, I forget what week it was, but your name your name did come up, Fats, on the show. So I did give you a little TV love there. I-
6: I'm just tra- trying to bury that, that- – I'm ready for baseball let's get let's bring out the you know let's get them ready for the for the for the opening day but one thing i I'd, I'd like to get on your podcast sometime, but also next year if to make a footnote of this for an over under I want you to put on that t v show over under stars on the American flag
2: or pimples on my ass cheeks. <laughs> well fortunately fats we've already gotten a preview of your ass so i'm going with fats as i'm going with fats took that's what i'm going with shazam that's what i'm doing my man <laughs>
6: Yeah. How you guys been? I miss talking to you. I, have a, I went into business for myself, so I don't get up as early. I'm not a slave to the grind anymore. I'm living oh. the good
2: life. Oh, Fats, I wondered what happened. I was like, man, we, we must be doing a boring show. We don't get Fats anymore. To- no. Oh, I was like, man, I, what happened? And then, yeah. you talk about a tough time, Fats for Philadelphia sports. The, the Phillies should have won the World Series last year. How the hell did they lose to the damn Diamondbacks in the NLCS? That's embarrassing. You got the Eagles who completely vanished. Now you got the Sixers that are crumbling uh, with Joel Embiid out. This is not a good time. This is not a good time, Fats. It's not. Yeah, and our, our hockey
6: goalie's a predator.
2: <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but you do have the greatest coach in the National Hockey League. My favorite hockey coach, John Tortorella. I love yeah, this tor-
6: guy. Yeah, tor- Tort is awesome.
2: Torch yeah. went on a rant this week. I was going to bring love up, but, but, but Eddie's not here. So, um, but it was it was hilarious because he went on a rant. I obviously saw it fast. He was talking about how dumb players are in hockey, it's like, and how they don't want to talk about hockey anymore. It's like he was just he was like the old man crying at clouds. Was, I loved it though. I thought it was hilarious. I love that guy. His rants are all time. And he's, still, he, he's got a beef with some uh, one of the media guys in Philly, and he won't answer their questions. And the guy covers the Flyers, and Tortorella's such a douche, he won't answer the questions. But he had a line, Fats. He said, this is like something you would say, Fats. Uh, Tortorella said he would wet his pants if he heard some of his players were actually talking hockey on their own time. <laughs>
7: Uh, Absolutely. Hey, yeah. And then they
6: got that. Uh, that well, and then you got the goofball, the
2: ragu, the old ragu, Nick Sirianni. What oh yeah. He is. <laughs> well, Sirianni was great when the Eagles were winning every game. All of a sudden, when they were losing, he didn't look so great. All of a sudden, like what happened there? Come on, Sirianni. What are you? Come on, he's a, man.
6: You know, he's a puppet. He's still, he, he, he's, they asked him what he's going to do now. He goes, well, maybe I'll sit in on deep. I guess I'm going to head coach. Well, if
2: you're a head coach, you would have got you. You know, you would have at least righted the ship a little bit. I yeah, think, for, for yeah, you would think, God. right? I mean, like you, you know, you fats, as much as you love the Eagles, and you you show that every weekend when you get hammered during Eagle games, you cannot affect the outcome of the game, fats, like the head coach of the team. Uh, my God. Anyway, all right, fats, I love you, man. Call more often. Don't be a stranger. Uh, thank your son. All there. right, guys, I miss you guys. Love you guys. We're right, the yeah all right yeah yeah. i haven't heard from doc much recently he's in arizona so it's a time
7: who is that Shirley?
2: the time is not great for him to call i guess that one hour difference from i think it's one hour now from chicago this time arizona doesn't change time so i don't even know i have no idea there's some of the work right there this guy's a legend Uh, what an amazing night the nfl drive that was during covid and he lit himself on fire and screamed our name. And the other fat story, which is great, is he was using Doc Mike as his advisor. And Doc, uh, f- for like a year, Doc would call the show, and he recommended urine therapy. And Fats decided he wanted to do that, but he recorded it, and uh-huh. it was like in, he was like in his kitchen. I, I got to phrase this the right way. Let, let's just say that Fats decided to do the urine therapy. He wanted to go straight from the tap, uh, and he recorded it and bottled uh, at the source. Yes, uh, fresh from the uh, the source there, the Alpine Springs. <laughs> exactly, and it was it was kind of shocking to everyone that saw the video because he did not cover up, little Fats, uh, and so we uh, we saw. We saw all of Fats, all of uh, all of Fats there. All right, anyway, we'll press on. We'll take some more calls. We also have Sports Jeopardy coming up a little bit later in the hour. That NFL receiver, keep an eye on this, D.K. Metcalf from Seattle. There's some chatter going around the NFL that his name is going to be prominently mentioned here this offseason. Seattle uh, likely going to trade Geno Smith. If they trade Geno Smith, they're going to draft a quarterback and then What do you need DK Metcalf for? You're going to kind of start over, reset everything, so we'll keep an eye on that. And the Dog Ate My Homework Excuse gets an update. We'll go there as well. But right now, let's get you caught up on all the overnight sports with Sparty. Yes, an all-time performance
5: on Thursday night in Iowa City by an all-time player.
6: Long rebound dug up by Gabby Marshall. Scoops a pass to Clark. Logo three. Got it. 22 is now... Number one, Caitlin Clark is the NCAA's all-time scoring leader in women's basketball history.
5: Rob Brooks of the Iowa Sports Network there with the call as Caitlin Clark nailing the record-setting three-pointer from the logo. It was part of her forty-nine points she scored on Thursday. She has three thousand five hundred sixty-nine for her career. Of course, that is an all-time record, and she set the single-game school record for points in a game with those forty-nine. And oh, by the way, Iowa did beat Michigan one hundred six to eighty-nine in the men's game. Number two, Purdue. 84-76 winner. They were down by 10 at one point, but they rallied to beat the Gophers, 84-76. Number 24, Florida Atlantic, looking to make another Final Four run, and they beat Temple, 80-68. And in the West Coast Conference, it's St. Mary's demolishing Pepperdine, 103-59. And in the NBA, three games... On the last night of action before the All-Star game, Grizzlies hold off the Bucks 113-110. The Warriors edge the Jazz 140-137 as Klay Thompson coming off the bench had 35 points and six rebounds. Colin Sexton's three-pointer at the buzzer went in and then rattled out as the Jazz lose it by three, and the Timberwolves pound the Trailblazers 128-91. Let Express Employment Professionals help you hire your next pro. Forget about posting jobs, sifting through resumes and interviews with unqualified applicants. Move up to the pros. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the location near you. That's ExpressPros.com. And it's now time for the Express Pros Pro of the Week.
3: Look at the left
6: side three. Goes off glass and banks it in. 26 for ants.
5: That was the Minnesota Timberwolves radio network with the call. The Timberwolves went 3-0 this week with Anthony Edwards leading the team and scoring in each of those wins, averaging almost 33 points per game. The Timberwolves now 39-16. and So congrats to Anthony Edwards for being our Express Pros Pro of the Week. Back to you, Ben.
2: All right, let's get to the calls. Let's say hello to Dick in Dayton. Hello, Dickster, my buddy Dick. Good morning, guys. How are you? There he is, the great Dick in Dayton there. Amazing, a man, a machine, a legend from multiple bands. This guy entertains the masses. He's the number one celebrity in music in Dayton, Ohio. Is that correct? I believe that's correct. right? As far as I'm concerned, you're the number one guy there.
7: Yeah, 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 yeah. Think, yeah. That's about right. Yeah. I, I just yeah. wanted to tell you something about um, What's the group of uh, the strummers. We, oh been, yeah? Uh, yeah, yeah, we're um, we're getting pretty good jobs. We got a gig March seventeenth, but we're doing a different repertoire of songs now. Oh,
2: okay.
7: and we're doing a lot of the old religion songs. We do like the circle, and then we do I saw the light. Oh. Then we're doing a little bit of um, the Andy Griffith show. I've, I I've never heard. I remember the song, but we're we're getting that song down. Now what's the
2: song sound like? Give me a little taste of that. How's it sound?
7: Uh, let's see th- that new
2: song. No, the Andy Griffith song.
7: Oh oh, uh, the salty dog. I don't know it too good. Oh, you I don't, don't know it, it okay. but I, right. I I we you. did. Um, she gets us up there, and there's Don, me, Tony, Willow.
2: So you got Don Dick. Tony Willow, and that's the group.
7: We hit that one song. Yeah. I think we go seven verses of Rowan in My Sweet Baby's Arms." It oh, is a top hit. It's
2: amazing! Uh, people uh, love it. The crowd, the crowd goes wild. I, I'm still trying to get over. Last time we spoke, Dick, you said no longer at the Clifton Opera House. I'm still shocked by that. That you were so for so many years. That was where you yeah, performed.
7: That, that's yeah. puzzled everybody. You know, my uh, one of my one of my friends in the Dolcewood group. Yeah. she works down there and she said uh, you're you're uh I don't know who's doing the bookings anymore but yeah. last we, last Monday Don from the Strummers and Tony and I we we uh went through a repertoire of songs and boy it, it we had I'd say usually we had 20 we had about 53 people there
2: oh my it was, god it's amazing
7: it, it was it's good a, and uh, it's
2: more than we had listening to the show the first hour it's a uh, shocking yeah yeah yeah. Unbelievable. Alright, well listen, Dick, uh what do you got your big plans this weekend? Big uh, big events coming up for you? You can go uh, look well, at some art show. The, or... In Bellbrook, I might go to it's
7: called the um it's called jam session uh, till you pick. And it, oh. it's it's probably got 10, it's got twenty people and oh, my boy God. we 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 rip songs off. Jeez.
2: Nice. Let it you gotta let it rip. You just gotta let it rip and you guys should add Viva Las Vegas. You should recommend that, Viva Las Vegas. That's a classic, right?
7: But Sue always comes up to me and she says, well, Dick, um, he actually started on Mandolin, but now I I think we ought to, they gave me a, well, down in Cincinnati, I got a little cup that said, Dick, from Dayton, the Don Ho with the Beaver Creek Strutters. How about that?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I love it. All right, I got to go. Thank you, Dick. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Take care. That's our, our friend Dick. Many concertos, symphonies, uh, you think of the greats, you think of Beethoven, Mozart, uh, you think of Bach, and you think of Dick and Dayton. Uh, The man is a legend. You think of Inca Terror as well, of course, but uh, classically trained musician from the Juilliard School of Music. Unless that's not actually true at all, but... uh, the fact that I know the names of his bands, he's called me so religiously over the years at Dick and Dayton. Aren't enough banjo I, players out there, I can ben. I can tell you that he uh, he's in the Strummers, the String Benders, the Kettering Banjo Society. That was the original one, the Kettering Banjo Society, the Miami's uh, Berg Dolsmer Society. That's Justin in Cincinnati's favorite. He he drives up to just see be part of that. Uh, let's get back to the phones. Let's say hello to Marcel from Brooklyn. Hello, Marcel.
8: Happy Friday, Ben and the crew. Mm. Filling in for Eddie and, of course, Coop DeLuque. I hope he's here, but it's not.
2: Well, if you think Coop's here, who do you think answered the phone there, Marcel? When you called in, who do you think that was? Ryan.
7: K- Ohtani. No, Otani.
2: Coop, uh, Coop is gone. Ryan's not here, but Ian. You don't even know Ian, do you? You're not familiar I-A-N, with Ian, M-
8: like Ian Eagle.
2: Representing the Brooklyn Nets games. <laughs> that's over the ION. Years. That's, yeah, yeah, that's ION. This is Ian.
8: ION. Yeah. Ian.
2: So <laughs> yeah. you say and I say Ian, the world goes around. Tomato, tomato.
8: Ian wins. Ian wins.
2: Hey, Marcel, can I ask you a question? What's your go-to excuse? What's your go-to excuse when you make a mistake? What's your excuse?
8: Respect. I That's, think an, in- that my-
2: that's an interesting excuse, respect. Most people don't use that. So I I bring this up because Long Island University, not far away from you, Marcel, over there on Long Island. Oh, yeah,
8: Long Island University and, of course, the LIU Brooklyn campus.
2: Long Island University and Farley Dickinson, they were playing each other in a basketball game on Thursday night. The game, though, was delayed because the Farley Dickinson team had to be evacuated they got stuck in an elevator what yes isn't that amazing the what? game was what? delayed what? because members of the team were stuck in an elevator
8: oh jesus christ how did they do
2: that <laughs> i don't think jesus was in the elevator but it lasted like 15 minutes now i've been stuck in an elevator before have you ever been stuck in an elevator
8: no i'm not
2: you have not have you ever been in an elevator well, yeah, because you live in one of those buildings in Brooklyn. You've probably got to take an elevator to get down, I would think, right? It absolutely does. Yeah. When you go down to see Uncle Dynamite in Jersey, you've got to get into that elevator to go down. And when you go down to get those oodles and noodles, you've you got to take the elevator.
8: I don't think the elevator does not that in my relationship building. But as a matter of fact, they have
2: stairs. Oh, you have to take this. What floor do you live on, Marcel? What, what floor are you on? I'm on the second floor. Oh, well, that's well, nothing. Well, that's not that. The second floor, that's nothing. I'm on the second floor. What is that? That's nothing. Like I think those big buildings in Brooklyn, you're like the 50th floor. But no, you're on the second floor. Well, think again. Second floor. All right, Marcel, back. can you do the professional voiceover? Because I need I need some contestants for Sports Jeopardy. Can well, you promote you know what? that? You know what, Ben?
8: What's I'm going to play Sports Jeopardy coming What? Up. What everyone else, What if you want to play, call 877-99-ON-FOX. Happy Friday, everybody. Two pros and a cup of joe is right around the corner. Wow. And the Ben Show on Fox Sports Radio to wrap up the week is coming right back, right after these messages. I'm going to play.
2: Are, is, he, is he allowed to do that? He's putting himself in the game. I don't know if he's allowed to do uh, Maybe we can have him team up with someone. 877-99-ON-FOX. Or if Blair calls up, we'll have Blair go against him. Uh, But we'll we'll press on. We will have Sports Jeopardy. We'll get to that. We will do it next.
1: Today's Friday. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific.
4: to start listening
5: the ben Maller show is archived in the audio vault for posterity's sake giving those working the dreaded day shift a chance to consume the audio buffet follow us both the ben Mallor show and fifth hour with ben Mallor podcasts are always free and filled with fun for every man woman and child now back to big ben as he keeps howling at the moon
1: most popular game show. Get out of here. Sports Jeopardy. Do you know what a
4: nickel defense is? How about penetration? Do you know how to get good penetration?
1: This is Fox Sports Radio. And now here's your host. The radio host who loves you. Ben Maller.
2: And away we go with Sports Jeopardy. Let's welcome in our contestants. Now, Marcel wants to play. I'm not sure if we're going to have him play. I mean, he's still there. Uh, Rob in Maine wants to play. Hello, Rob. How about you and Marcel as a team? Would that be Okay. Rob, for me, Ben. Oh, all right. Uh, let's get rock. All right, so Marcel, you and Rob are teammates. Okay, do you understand, Marcel? Yeah, I, I don't know if we can technically do this. We'll see if we can do this because we're going to yes, put yes, yes, we should be able to put them on one, two on one line, and one guy in on another line. Okay, all right. So I think we'll be able to pull this off. So we'll have that dynamic duo, Rob and Marcel, and then against them we will have. Let's have Chris in Boston. Hello, Chris. Morning, Ben. Chris, you're going to go against two human beings at Sports Jeopardy. Are you prepared for that?
6: Yeah, but one of them is Marcel, so it doesn't really count as
2: a. Oh, how dare you? How dare you? We're the only ones allowed to goof on Marcel. All right, uh, we're going to play the game. And the way this works here, categories are coaching carousel, and Forgotten, your name is your buzzer. Which category would you like first? Our buddy in Maine and our friend in Brooklyn, Rob and Marcel.
7: Coaching Carousel. Coaching Carousel.
2: Coaching Carousel. All right. Uh, very good. Your name is your buzzer, gentlemen. I'll tell you the coach. Tell me the team they first coached, the team they first coached uh, professionally and uh, as a head coach for $200. Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson. Chris. Chris. The Bulls. That is correct. The Chicago Bulls, and Chris takes the lead. All right, I'll tell you the coach. Tell me the team they first coached professionally as a head coach. $400. Bill Belichick. Rob, Chris. Rob, Rob. The Browns. That is correct. The Cleveland Browns, and you take the lead. Uh, I feel like we used this category last week, but what the hell. Uh, we'll just do it again. I guess we'll do the same one over and over every week. I'll tell you the coach, tell me the first team they coached for $600 professionally, Glenn Rivers, better known as Doc Rivers. Chris. Chris. The Orlando Magic. Yeah, good job by you, Chris. A lot of people say the Celtics, but it was the Orlando Magic. $800. I'll tell you the coach, tell me the first team that they coached professionally. We'll go to baseball. Tony Larusa. Tony Larusa. Rob. Chris. Rob. Athletics. Marcel, do you agree with that, Marcel?
8: For him, yes, he is.
2: The- All right. Let's find out <laughs> if you're both guys agree. Let's find out if they're right. That's, no, that's, no, that's not right. That's wrong. Wait, 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 no, it's wrong. I don't have the so, answers in front of the me. White, the White Sox is the answer. The White oh, Sox. Chicago oh, the White Sox. Yeah, all right. Uh, last one in this category $1,000. I'll tell you the coach. Tell me the team they first coached, and we'll go to baseball. Good luck. No chance you guys get this. Casey Stengel. Casey Stengel. Legend. Baseball legend.
8: Anybody? All right. Marcel.
2: Marcel's going to give it a shot. Go ahead, Marcel. Marcel, no. that is wrong, Marcel. No, what is what? Wrong. Marcel, what team wrong. used to play in Brooklyn, Marcel?
8: Oh, I mentioned it, the Dodgers.
2: The Dodgers, that was the answer. Chris, you win. Congratulations there. Chris in Boston is the winner of sports. I got a
7: golden
2: ticket. Jeopardy, yes. All right. Uh, thank you. i got, got a
7: golden ticket.
2: I mean, we, we could go on at this point, but I, I think we're.
7: I got the Andy Griffith show to carry you out, man. I know the theme song. Oh, do you? Oh, give me a
2: little Andy Griffith show. Go ahead. Give me that. Go ahead, Rob. What do you think of this, Marcel? You like this, Marcel?
8: The Andy Griffith show is yes.
2: Are you a fan of that show? Oh, yeah. We'll have... That is... That's pretty good. I can't whistle that long because I can only whistle... I can only whistle, like, blowing air in... I can't, I haven't figured out, I'm a middle-aged man and I don't know how to whistle while blowing air out.
3: Yeah, I don't either, I, I, I pull I can, wind in.
2: Yeah, my grandfather was so good at whistling when I was a kid. He was like the god of whistling, as I remember as a child. He was an amazing whistler. That's not a great talent to make a lot of money, though.